0: mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the hymn, we sang, Know the purpose of your calling, and then, and find fresh hope in hope and purpose in Christ Jesus crucified. And so our text for this day is Mark chapter 1, here again the part that reads, and Simon and those who were with him searched for Jesus, and they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let us go to the towns that I may preach there, for this is why I came out. And he went through all the Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. You may be seated. So what do you do? Friday, or excuse me, February is already here. Many seniors have already looked at universities and colleges and even techs and looking for a job for the summer. There are those who are about to become senior citizens. They either are looking at or have already retired. But no matter who you are in life, that question continues to remain, what is my purpose? And so today we consider that question in the view of Jesus Christ, who has declared us who we are. As you look at the back of your bulletin, there in the middle, you'll find verse 37. Everybody was looking for Jesus. And then it says, Jesus rose very early in the morning while it was still dark and he departed. And when he went out to a place, he prayed. Can you imagine? Finally, peace and quiet after a long day, work day. That is a day that, well... How should I say this? The previous day started with being in church or the synagogue as it would be for them. Going to a friend's house and then he started by helping out Simon Peter's mother-in-law and what happens at sundown? Everybody else starts showing up. More work to do. Jesus, his peace and his solitude can't even complete his time of prayer. Why? Why? because everyone is looking for him everybody wants something is what she said it was the waitress she was tired she was tired of serving people and it had become a chore she was burnt out and at the end of her rope she didn't want to work anymore she just wanted to be left alone she just wanted to quit you know the feeling serving people taking care of their needs You try to get a night's rest, as you think about, you know what? It just starts all over again tomorrow, fulfilling people's needs. I don't want people looking for me. I just want to be left alone so that I can finally do what I would like. But that's not where Jesus goes Look at there. Jesus gets up and goes saying, Let us go to the next towns, that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. Jesus has purpose. He's going to fulfill his purpose. And for him at this point it is to preach. And what is he to preach? We find that at the beginning of Mark's gospel in chapter 1, verse 15. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the good news. But what about you and me? What purpose do we have? And there, buried in the text, we have these words, And Jesus came and took Simon Peter's mother-in-law by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them. Think about this. This woman was sick. One gets the impression that she was lying down or even in bed, And what does she do after Jesus Jesus heals her? She goes ahead and serves Jesus and his disciples. Now, wouldn't we be tempted to say, hey lady, just take it easy, rest some more. But you know what? Her sons don't say it, her guests don't say it, Jesus doesn't even say it. From these words and from the end of our text, we can see the purpose, his enduring God-given purpose for our lives there was a mother who was leading her children out into the woods to die. This was the recollection of a daughter who was recorded or interviewed in the film A Light in the Darkness. She was a survivor of Joseph Stalin's expulsion of the Germans of the Volga region. They were put in cattle cars heading for Siberia in September. When the tracks ended, They were left there to fend for themselves without food, without housing, with only what they could carry and wear. And the winter was harsh. The mother, trying to feed her children, was desperate and without hope. So what did she do? She went ahead and had them put on their coats and boots, and she had determined that they would go as far as they could go, and they would go ahead and fall asleep under a tree and freeze to death. So when they, got, when they, had, when they could go no more, that's exactly what they did. But her mother prayed. And the, daughter pray, and the daughter tells how her mother was struck with fear and said, I will have to answer to God for these children. And with that, she went, turned to her children, took off each boot and warmed their feet and they headed back to the village. What is our purpose? For this we go back all the way to creation before Eve was even made and there in Genesis chapter 2.15 we read the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. There we determine two things. First of all, Because Adam was a man, every man since has the same purpose, that is, to work and to care for what God has placed him in. Second, because Eve was not yet created when God placed Adam to work in the garden, Adam represents all humanity, men, women, and children, because all humanity comes from Adam, even woman who was made from a piece of Adam. And yet since Adam and Eve, every human born of a woman, even conceived in a petri dish, even if humans would be cloned, human beings still come from Adam and so have the same purpose, to work and to care. Now what our work in this life will consist of is different as you age, isn't that true? And for each of us it may be different But our ultimate purpose as a Christian remains the same. And that is to serve our Lord Jesus. No matter what demands are placed upon us, even if somebody's looking for us, even if we don't want people around just to be left alone and pray, may I also say this, this is the same purpose, even if we are ill or too feeble to do anything. Think about those who are shut in. Those afflicted with dementia or Alzheimer's, those afraid of losing their minds and know it's coming, those affected by Parkinson's and ALS or have debilitated with cancer. First, the message and the good news for all such people Is that Jesus went to the cross for each and every one of them? Yes, each and every one and all to continually hear that good news. Even when we can't do a thing, even when we no longer can think for ourselves, remember that Jesus has you. He is still your Savior. And we could live at peace, comforted by the power of the gospel. For we are assured that in Him, that one day everything that is wrong with us will be taken care of because He took care of what was really wrong with us, our sin. And He nailed it to the cross. It was nailed to the cross on Him. And from that time, we are now free to serve. Even when we can't do anything, we are free to serve. We are allowing ourselves to be served by others. Because others need to be free to serve as well, just as Jesus served Simon Peter's mother-in-law. And how does she respond? By serving those, by serving Jesus and those around him. But we're not told how she served, are we? We're simply left to wonder. And so also, we wonder how we will serve. What kind of service this may be? We are free to serve, but whatever we do, it is to serve the Lord Jesus and his proclamation of the gospel. Now you may ask, where did I get this? First of all, Mark continues that theme of Jesus not permitting the demons to speak. And and Mark tells the reason why. Because they knew Jesus. Now think about that. Those that already knew Jesus, the demons that knew Jesus, he does not allow them to speak. Why? Because they are not authorized to speak the gospel that God has proclaimed in Jesus Christ. But finally, when Jesus is dead on the cross, finally a human being gets it as we read in Mark chapter 1539, and when the centurion stood facing him, he saw this and the way he, Jesus breathed at last and said, truly, this man was the Son of God. A human being speaks for what Jesus cannot speak for himself. But when Jesus is raised from the dead, And before he ascends into heaven, Jesus gives humanity, specifically the 11, the authorization to proclaim the gospel. In other words, Jesus doesn't treat human beings the same way he treats humans, as humans, demons. It is written in Mark chapter 16, and Jesus said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. And whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Here, once again, men are set in creation to work and to care with the good news of the gospel. Indeed, pastors are to proclaim the good news as they follow in the footsteps of the eleven. However, men as men, you also have a duty to proclaim the gospel where you are at, in, especially in your home. And because the eleven represents the whole church, so also every Christian man woman and child is there to proclaim the good news in their spot. What does it mean for us? Listen how Paul goes ahead and applies this to his life. What then is my reward that in my preaching I may present the gospel free of charge and so make full use of my right in the gospel. For though I am free from all I have been made I have made myself a servant to all that I might win more of them. How many of you are parents? Okay, keep your hands up. Okay, all those that got paid for sharing the gospel with their children can put their hands down. You got paid? <laughs> Not money, that's, uh, that's right. You're not paid to be in the pulpit, but you are free to share the good news and to set other people free. Even when you're not allowed or it is not quite yet the time to speak the gospel, it is by how even you live, you can show that freedom that you have in the gospel in the way you do your work at your job, in church, in your community, as a family, as a parent, even as a child. Jesus has set you free from your sin and from its bondage. He has set you free to serve, and creation is now God's gift to you. Because you are redeemed, you can use God's creation to serve others, and that's the good news for those who would be receiving your service. Yes, indeed, maybe at some point you'll get to share that good news that they, too, are set free from their sin and are free to serve. In Jesus, what is true for Paul is also true for us. As he writes, For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant of all, that I may win more of them. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.